My name is Jake. And my name is Emily. And, and this, this is Feels Like, like the, the First Time podcast. podcast. The ongoing podcast adventures where I get to experience watching movies for the first time all over again vicariously through Emily, who has literally seen no movies ever. Hey, I've seen some movies. Sure you have. Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome back to another episode. Um, we are here for our first time. <laughs> for With a guest. Our first <gasps> guest. Our who? Who is that voice? Our, it's our wonderful and good friend that we love. Joe Gilpatrick is here. Hello, Jake and Emily. Thank you for having me on this wonderful show. Hi, Joseph. Hi, Emily. Well, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I like, I like your Selena shirt. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is uh yeah, this is actually new for us because uh normally we just this has just been Em and I doing this for fun and uh we're kind of only set up to record for two people, so like right now, Em and I are huddled in a corner sharing a microphone. So Joe has his own space. So, uh, you know, we have to we'll we'll re- rework the setup for future guests. But uh, Joe, you're gonna be the good test drive for this. I'm totally fine with that. Call we're, me a crash test dummy. We're we're test driving you. Wouldn't be the first oh. time. So. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> so uh, so um. This is this is actually going to be a little bit different because uh, normally uh, what we do is in the opening, Emily and I, uh, like if if I'm she, whether she knows or not, sometimes she doesn't know what we're doing. Like we'll talk about what we're going to watch. Like hey, today we're going to watch this, and then I kind of ask her what she knows about it. Um, this is a little different, and then we go watch the movie, then we come back and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Today, we all already watched this movie before because Emily has never seen it, but you are, I, I think, probably. More than me, I would argue, like but a but super definitely mega ultra fan. Yeah, like an aficionado of this film that we watched oh, a yes, couple days I ago. Will, so we're just gonna just jump in. I will in. die on this hill for this movie. I don't care. <laughs> so we're just jumping in and talking about it. But uh, the movie that we're gonna talk about that Emily got to see for the first time that Joe and I are quite well overexposed to. And is, she got uh, to watch it in a very special way as well. We watched it yeah. outdoors because this is my this movie is my Fourth of July weekend. Um, tradition. I do it every year. I have for many, many, many years. This year we did it outside with a projector and a bonfire, and it felt very. It, and we heard fireworks in the distance, so it was very. It was like a whole immersive experience. It, and it sort of, it sort of, kind of took me back to my youth. I was like, oh, this feels like a very. Uh, remember, it's not quite like going to see it in the theater in high school, but uh, like the drive-in. It felt like it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like exactly. A drive-in. It was, it was yeah. nostalgic. It was, a, it was the perfect way to watch this movie. So it really um, was. We are talking about today. 1997's I Know What You Did Last Summer. And now we all know what they did last summer. It really it really wasn't that substantial. I mean, no. you know, spoiler alert, like, you know, no one no one really There was very little like violence or sex in this mo- in this so-called horror movie. There was so, no sex in this movie. I mean, what are we talking about? I mean, there was a well on the beach, I think it's kind of like hinted it's at like hinted at. Someone might have gotten sand in their crotch. Ooh, that's something like I don't want ever in my life nobody does nobody does yeah well live your best life no one no one can make you do yeah. anything Unless you, you don't want to tatooine but that's a whole different story and tatooine. argument what? but jake all i gotta ask you is what are you waiting for huh what are you waiting for and then you have to spin, spin dramatically, dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> legit my favorite part of the movie um, yes okay okay so uh yeah, we, we, the structure on this is kind of loose i figure we just all talk about it yep. um i i really want to hear what m had to think about it because uh i i Let's be honest. This movie isn't good. No, it's no, not. No, 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 it's no, not. But like, but I've it seen it fun. so many times. But it like, is to the so point much that, like, fun. Yeah, this was this was one that like I, I saw it in the theater, and then we would watch it. Like you know, it came out on video, and and friends would come over, and this would just be the movie that we throw on over and over. Like honestly, probably as much as Scream. 
which yeah. is which is which is weird because like Scream's actually good, and this this sort of feels like <laughs> the Diet Right version of that. <laughs> because it, it, re- <laughs> it really it's, is. It's, oh, go ahead. I, I, that's no, a very specific I, reference. I, diet I, right, I would, but, I would not call it the Wish.com version of Scream, but it, it's more like it is. It is like when the you diet order right. Scream on Wish. <laughs> no, because because as much as this movie is not great. It's got so much. It's it's fun, and it's got so much fun, like '90s cheese appeal to it's, it. Yeah, it's like a thousand percent a guilty pleasure for me. Like like it, I, it, I, I I give it a very low star rating, but oh yeah. like but I enjoy watching it. But every time. I, I I put it in the same like of the of the fun like late '90s teen horror films that we had. You had this, you had Scream, then of course you had The Faculty and Halloween H two O. I but of course those three specifically, Scream, this movie, and Faculty all had like really like kick ass soundtracks. A oh, for cast sure. For each one, but 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 so. it, but but also to kind of like the faculty scream and H two O, I would all argue are good, and I will die on the hill. Like this one <laughs> is not, but for some reason it's it, it's totally welcome at the party. Yes, you, you guys are dying on hills all day, aren't you? We are. <laughs> like I will die on this hill. No, I will die on. We're that on two hill. completely different hills right now, but I don't care. Are there a lot of hills, or is it just one hill? Where you go to I die. think we're on the opposite side of the same hill right now. <laughs> oh, no. Pretty much. Uh, but, uh, but, I, I, but we're on the same team. We're, like, on the same side. We, we, yeah. we both agree yes. to disagree on a few things about this movie, but we both agree that it's a fun film. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. M- mo- mostly my, my love for this film started with my obsessive crush that I had on Jennifer Love Hewitt back in the day. Oh, my God. Mine started because of my obsessive crush with Sarah Michelle Gellar. So this is perfect. Aww. We this just is, double see, date. We are not in competition. <laughs> <laughs> Which is wonderful thing. It is. <laughs> um, but, but you guys. We might have to fight over Freddie Prince Jr. Though, let's be honest. You can have him. Really? Oh. Oh yeah, you can have him. Okay. I don't like any of the. Guys I would in take. That movie. I would take Ryan Phillippe over Freddie Prince Jr. Because at least he can act. Whoa. Sorry, Freddie Prince. Whoa. Ma- mainly, my my hate towards Freddie well, Prince is the fact that he married Sarah Michelle Gellar and I didn't. You're, so you're okay. I mean, you're sitting a little distance from me, but don't think you can't catch hands here in a second. Okay. All right. Oh. Uh, These hands. <laughs> hey, just remember, my hands are rated E for everyone, so bring it on. <laughs> oh. oh no. Okay, so um, obviously this this show is kind of about like us showing stuff that we haven't seen. So let's talk to the person that hasn't seen this prior. Um, and th- this was this was a way. This this is actually yeah, this is the perfect way for you for you for you to see. Now we were like talking and drinking and just yeah, like yeah, eating, we eating really and having time. a good time so it was a little distracting <laughs> but quotes before they even happened but, <laughs> but the problem is like you kind of got to go to almost like i think between joe and i this was like like seeing rocky horror with people that are like on the in, yes on the inside of all the jokes for you know it, so it, i don't know but you you seem like you were able to follow it so hopefully it wasn't too distracting because the movie's not what i would call deep no. um no, no, what no. Did you, so what did you think what did you think oh, so, oh this is your first time knowing what the hell they did last summer so um, I remember like growing up in the 90s, like after this movie came up, uh, like everybody at school, even if they hadn't seen it, they're like, I know what you did last summer. Or they were like, you know about the hook hand? And I'm like, uh, that sounds scary. <laughs> but, so that's what I was thinking, like going into it is like, oh, like now I'm finally going to know. But um, I don't know. Uh, it was fun being with friends, fun watching it outside. Um, it was an experience. Uh, oh, I need to get closer to the microphone. You're fine. <laughs> Leaning over and like crushing your leg. Um, <laughs> uh, what? Where? Where do I want to go with that? I don't know. It was fun. It was silly. Um, I was never a really big horror movie person growing up, and Jake has introduced me to a lot. Um, and a, a lot of movies. You're welcome. Yeah. No, a lot of movies are a lot scarier than this one. This just felt like, um, I don't know. It, it felt like a movie that you're watching, and maybe there's a jump scare. 
Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So and, it was good. It was fun. But like it was, I it's barely even horror. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And like, it's funny because like, you know, Emily, you and I are the same age. And because yeah. um, you talk about how like you didn't really see it growing up. And like I grew up like because I had an older brother who let me watch movies I should not have been watching. But I'm very thankful for it. And um, isn't isn't that what siblings are for? Exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. And I like, show I showed my little brothers their their first R rated movie, and then they, I my stepmom tried to ground me for it, which didn't go over well. I won that day anyway. But uh, <laughs> but but it was like you can't show them that. I'm like, that's what I'm here for is to show them stuff that they can't see. That's 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 the big that's brother rule. Job. Yeah, yeah. And see, like this movie has been like one of those I have watched multiple times since I was like. At least in second grade. Oh wow! Yeah, because because I was in second grade, the school year of ninety eight, ninety nine. No big deal. That's just you know a year. No after big this, deal. Yeah, a year after this movie came out, but like yeah, it, I fell in love with this movie from the first time, and I knew it wasn't even scary back then, but it like I just I can't I can't express enough. It's a fun movie. It's a yeah. fun nineties cheese slasher. Yeah, I think you can like you can pick apart flaws in this movie, but that's not the point. The point of the movie is not like oh look at this masterpiece. It's just a slasher film that's fun yeah yeah i don't know i mean they were totally piggybacking off of the success of scream yeah and go ahead jake you're about to say something i well i might i might have been about to say what you were going to say speaking of that uh same writer kevin williamson and he yeah okay i think you know the bit of trivia that i was gonna throw out so go for it oh i'll just want to say like because i pointed it out when we were having our movie night i was like oh yeah kevin williamson i was like and the funny thing is whenever this came out like right before Dawson's Creek premiered on the WB and like that and I actually rewatched the first season of Dawson's Creek during quarantine and I remember why I stopped watching after season one <laughs> and but the funny thing is like he didn't want to wait for us to be anyway, over. anyway <laughs> you can't do that to me I'll finish the song um um that first season of Dawson's Creek like you see this movie like plastered like in video stores and Dawson's room so they were like there was like a lot of like cross marketing and then like in the movie the beach they go to is Dawson's Beach <laughs> And it was, and they were both on the same town, which is even funnier. So yeah. Well, yeah, that and uh, yeah, I do remember you mentioning that. Uh, Kevin Williamson also like apparently he wrote this script before Scream, which came out in '96, the year before. Uh, but he was unable to sell it. So uh, obviously Scream, like, if, you, this is the, if you're gonna throw the phrase, it changed the game at a movie. It was definitely Scream oh, because yeah. it's like horror was kind of remedial and dead, and like not like. Well, I wouldn't say it was dead, but like you it, know, it was it was more like you know, like it was thriving more on sequels on videos, and like Scream came, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, horror is a huge box office draw again. Yeah, well, because a lot of it, like a lot of the franchises, were were skewing more towards directed video releases, which was hurting a lot of the franchises. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. you had a few that were still thriving, but a few that obviously hit their dead end, and a few that were like just pumping out sequels for the sake of pumping out sequels that weren't good right well so like but the scream all of a sudden people are like oh wait wait can we this did well can we do can more we, like this, this so, we can do this good again yeah so uh that was over that was over at uh dimension right scream was yes yeah yes. yeah okay so scream was over at dimension columbia immediately bought the rights to uh williamson's script uh i know what you did last summer uh-huh. because they're like oh well, what else it's kind of like hey this did well what else do you have laying around uh this other one that's like not as good okay cool <laughs> let's make that let's make it let's make that movie which that's fine. I yeah. mean, cool for him that yeah. oh, like, he yeah. got his work out there, but also oh, I didn't know. even realize this. And also in the what? same year, Jennifer Love Hewitt had just appeared uh, in a movie called House Arrest with Jamie Lee Curtis. So she was like maybe trying to get some Scream Queen vibes to rub off on her. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, funny thing is, I remember watching that film on uh, Dish on Demand. So yeah, 
House Arrest is a classic in my house. That's, a, that's another I have not seen. Uh, I mean, I feel like at this point, it's, you all know that one, I haven't one, seen hey, anything. Once again, not we a great a film, but fun. About it. Oh, yeah, we right. made Once again, not a great film, but fun. Yay. There's a lot of those. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like this... this th- Man, the film was shot in fifty days. Which that's is one of the that doesn't points. show at all. That's not bad. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but like, it, it, I always forget how many people are like in this movie. It's like, oh, Johnny Galecki, Johnny Galecki, up, and yeah. then uh, Bridget Wilson, and mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, oh, this uh, what was Big Bang Theory and Sonya Blader in this movie? Yeah. Okay, yeah, exactly. And, and like, then like, oh, oh, and and right before, okay, right before we did this, uh. Well, actually, maybe I shouldn't say. No, because uh, no, I don't know what order. This is gonna come out. This is gonna come out before that one. Okay, so okay, so yeah. em- Emily showed oh. me a movie, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is half of. Uh, this is ha- okay. I'm it's too being. No, no, I'm being no, way no, too no, esoteric. No, so anyway, so it, it's like okay, we watched something that some people, some people that are in this movie are in, and I was like, it was kind of fun to see the re re restarring oh. on screen back to back. Did you re- okay? Yeah, there's there's your hint. <laughs> don't tell anybody. Play it back and listen don't, in the background for the tell. Easter egg. Anyway, uh yeah, so like I always forget like how many people are in this movie that like you knew that, as and they weren't to, like, slouches. No, no they because, weren't because but even back then, I mean Bridget Wilson, I mean she did she was Sonya Blade, obviously in Mortal Kombat. She had done Last Action Hero with Hashtag Arnold Always My Sonya. Oh uh, yeah yes, yes. Never I will <laughs> never argue that. And then um, John, Johnny Galecki. I mean, obviously, this is way before Big Bane fandom. But I mean, he was he was very successful in Roseanne before this. So he, oh, people knew. That he was yeah, on that. people knew yeah. who he was when this movie came out. Yeah. Well. Okay. And then you had obviously Jennifer Hewitt, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Phillippe, uh, Freddie Prinze Jr. We talked about. But also, it's like, oh yeah, Anne Heche is in this movie too. Yes. It's, yes, Anne Heche. It's like I I kept waiting for like some other random cameos because if you think about this, like the whole structure of this movie, and it's it's not even like. Like you said, oh, there's no sex. Like normally, when you see like kind of a eh, subpar horror movie, you're usually used to like, well, we're gonna get like the exploitable we're gonna get elements. boobs. Yeah, we got that going gonna for us. Boobs. There's, there's, there will be boobs. <laughs> there, there will be blood. Is and that like the, the porn name for there will be blood is there will be boobs. I mean, I hope so. Fund it. Fun? No. Anyway, um, <laughs> I am poor. <laughs> well, the, the general fund. No, there not, will not be you, anyway. Not from your bank account. What? But nothing. Don't worry. Well, everything's fine. What, I, we're what? recording it. I'm going to hear it when I play it back. <laughs> there will be chub. Oh. Well played. Um, anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay, so like, uh, it, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, you don't have the, oh, the movie sucks, but that, that one kill though. Or like, or even even whenever, old, uh, when, when Sonya dies, sorry, when Sonya dies and he like swipes the hook, it's like, Oh, uh, the, the most minuscule amount of blood that hits the window, yeah. as yeah. it were, that should have been like, th- th- like, Dog meat, like or dog meat. Dog why did it like? Food? I was thinking dog food mm-hmm. and uh, ground beef, and it came out as dog meat. I don't know why. And as far as like I the whole, but in a horror, just make you, it's supposed to be like excessive, like over the top. Like yeah. there was there was not really like a lot of gore. There was no nudity or anything. So like considering out, the two the two female leads is very upsetting. Unfortunately, just kidding, yeah, people. Just kidding. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, well, you know, like it's also if it's if their choice that they wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Don't make anybody do anything they don't want to do. But the point is, like, usually in these horror movies, you get you get that exploitable, like those elements. And I, I, yeah. I think, and I, I think in this one, like, and fight me on this if you want. Take this cast out of it and put them with no names. This is a direct-to-video movie that nobody watched. Very easily yeah, so, because sure. I will say there was only two. There's only two scenes that really stick out at all that really have that whole horror feel to it that, are, that really let me put it this way two scenes that are executed well 
to have yeah. that horror feel. And okay. I will say uh, Johnny Galecki's ki- when he gets killed. Oh in yeah, the, that uh, was really yeah, because really he good. you know he's like shucking shrimp or what whatever he's sh- he's shucking some kind of fish that he got from the sea. He's doing some seaman shit. Doing some seaman shit. You know. And then all of a sudden, you know, through the fog comes a fisherman, hooks him underneath the throat, which I thought was always a really yeah. cool kill and a good gag. Yeah. And then you just see his blood get dragged across the, the uh, fryer. That was cool. I yeah. did. I, I like that one. Um, I also I also remember really liking um, the, and I was like, oh, I get, everybody's like, oh, the green dress, like an atonement. I'm like, yeah, but the green dress, and I know what you did last summer. That, that chase scene, Sarah Michelle Gellar's that, that scene, I always like that one. And that's exactly what I was going to go to next. That chase scene, um, from the moment she leaves the cop car until her untimely end, that's just the the suspension, the the... Uh, the like the building of tension. The, yeah, th- thank you. The building of tension that happened from that scene was just fantastic. I thought yeah. that was that was that scene was the artwork of the movie. Yeah, and, and that's the clips you usually get seen put back on stuff. Is like you know the iconic shot of her running through the streets, and you see the silhouette of the fisherman coming behind her slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And um, and then you know, the, I would I would agree with you. Those are the scenes that would be done well. But then there's all like. Even though the writing and the everything is like it's really not good. Again, well, sorry. I mean, it's it's fun, but like, but like, there, there's a lot of memorable parts. Despite it, like, you know, we just joked about like, what are you waiting for? Yes. And her spinning around, and it's like for? all these between that and the soundtrack. It's like, I man, I remember driving across town, like going to Coconuts and spending like twenty twenty five yes. bucks just to buy the CD of the soundtrack, which you know still kind of yeah. holds up like I, honestly yeah. like i know this is how bad it was i i, I had to talk myself out of it because i'm like you don't really need it but uh i remember a few years ago on record store day they were doing a a first time pressing i think vinyl release of the soundtrack and yeah, i had it in I, my hand and i was I, like I, I i did the same thing i had it in my hand and i was I like you don't away. need it you don't need it. and i was like but i kind of want it for nostalgia's sake just to sit on the shelf i'm like you don't need this on vinyl put yeah, it back and, the, and I think the reason i didn't want it on vinyl is because it's not the complete soundtrack because yeah. as we talked about before, that, yeah. that song that plays briefly in the background during the beach scene, which I had, like I told you, I had to like scour YouTube just to find it, and I have it on my uh, YouTube playlist called Notify because it's anything that's not on Spotify. <laughs> nice, <laughs> I know. And I mean, it's Spotify. We love you though. Thank you for having our podcast. We do. Thanks, we love Spotify. you. But no, yeah, that song. Uh, I have it right here. Just so if anyone's wondering, "Ugly Beautiful" is the band. It's the song called "Forgotten Too." Um, like two, like T O O. T O O, like okay. limited two, that kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> Nostalgia. Anyway. Yeah. it's it. Then it turned to justice, and now it's closed forever. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, limited two. We love you. One no. time, I bought a whole pink outfit from limited two, and I wore it to my fifth grade dance, and I felt very pretty. This tells you everything you need to know about Emily ever. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. But I but I will say like because I put this soundtrack right up there like the Scream soundtrack because it was also a very kick ass collection of songs as well and the one that sticks out the most obviously was it was recorded before the long before the movie ever came out was the um, cover of Summer Breeze by Typo Negative that opens the film and it just gives like the perfect like summer spookiness vibe to it yeah. and that's what I love so much about that opening sequence. Well, there is something to be said. I know we keep I know we keep saying that this movie is not good, but like why then do do people keep watching it? And why is it so well known? And it's like it maybe it is that nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. Like you you remember like oh, like I went this summer when I was a kid and went with my friends to see mm-hmm. this horror movie. It wasn't very good, but we had a fun time, so you keep watching it over and over again. Um, and I mean, it's your Independence Day. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's your it's your Fourth of July movie. So it like, but 
why do we do that with this movie? Like, why is that, or or any other movie that's bad? Like, well, why do that's is a, it? That, no, that's a good question. Yeah. But um, but I, I think before answering that, I'm actually kind of curious because the, again, we're we're coming at this from having picked it apart and seen it over and over. This is your first viewing, so like, do you agree with us? Do you did did you did you think this was bad and a guilty pleasure? Because I know I could tell you had a good time watching it. Yeah. So like like um before we answer that from years of experience with the film like what do you think well and i might just be catching the feel that you guys are putting out but it it's a movie i would watch again mm-hmm. cuz it was really fun and the way i experienced it outside there's a bonfire i'm with my friends we're eating good food we're having drinks like it was fun like that I'm going to remember that and want to watch it again. Um, so uh, maybe it's just the experience around yeah. how we first viewed it. or well, and, I don't know. And, but, and, and what I should have yeah. done, since there's a bridge right down the road from my house, I should have staged a fake body for us to hit on the way home that we had to dispose <gasps> yeah. of. And that would have really pulled in the entire vibe of the movie that for you, Emily. Great. So what you're saying here on um, our, our podcast feels like the first time. Uh, you're saying you'll never forget your first time uh, of this viewing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, because... Again, the movie is is not very good, but I would like I don't. It was fun. But, but it if was we're fun. having so much fun with it. It's like yeah, it like kind of has to be it, to a degree. It, yeah, I, I, you're right. It, it's it's okay. It's it's not good in like the typical aspect of like oh yes yeah, so they hit all these check marks on filmmaking. Yeah. They did all this you know dramatic tension. No, they didn't do all that. But no. It's a good movie because people are still watching it. People the, have fun yeah. watching it. The, cin- the cinematic, uh, cinematographic execution was was flawless. It was it was a masterpiece. And yes. then the mise en scene yes. and, well, and 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 uh, oh, the, what they did with the theory of color in that one scene uh, and the shadow play, <laughs> the direction. The green dress it was, and the obviously, it was progressive was by being minimalist and it called to mind, <laughs> reminding me of the works of Truffaut. Anyway, it's kind of one of those things that um, Jake and I have talked about this before. I don't remember if it's in any of the podcast that you may have listened to joe but the the difference between an art movie and a summer blockbuster and like a big action movie like mm-hmm. this fits the category of silly horror movie that i can laugh at but also have fun with maybe so and and there's room for that in the in the there scope is. of like even if it's a bad movie you can still say this is one of my favorites because i can make fun of it well and and you kind of hit on the a nail on the head i think because you said like it's fun like cuz you know remember yeah. you, you your whole thing when we started when i started showing you horror movies that i liked is like you were you were scared of being scared, like you know the the and yeah. and this one it was like really it's like on a scale one ten this this is like like a soft one point five like the, I mean there's yeah. there's and, there's a couple jump scares sure but it's like this is it's fun it's not scary it's like a horror movie that isn't horrifying in any it's way it's like just entertaining a roller coaster that, like, it, it honestly is yeah. like the other little the little dips that might give you a little you know spook or something like, like that or the big hills are like oh no but it's like oh my god this is just. Just like a fast, walk, fun time. Walking and, into a haunted house, which I've never been to a haunted house. I don't want to oh, go. Oh, we are changing but, that oh, this well, year. That's, that, you, you <laughs> fucked up now. That's going to change. Like I did um, a couple commercials back in the day for um, the a haunted house here in Evansville, the um, old catacombs in the mm-hmm. house of Lecter. <clears throat> um, and I would tell them like, oh, uh, you know, I've never been to a haunted house. And they're like, we'll change that. And. And here you and are. And then the guys who <laughs> the guys who work here are like, we're gonna remember you, we're gonna scare you, and I'm like, definitely not, definitely well, not going. Well, I, I would argue that they, they may have forgotten you by now, but uh, Joe and I have not, and uh, oh I, I feel like I feel like a plan is already brewing between us. <laughs> I like 
I, I, it's happening. I'm sorry, I, but it's happening. Hundred <laughs> percent. We are dragging you and Chastity through a horror haunted house I, this, this fall. <laughs> I respond to fear in real life with violence. <laughs> this, you this, you do? Are you are you going to tell your Harley story now? No, I, I'll just I'll just mention briefly just, one just, time. Just look, just look at the guy who's trying to scare you in the haunted house with a blank face and just go. You think you scare me? Have you seen the inner workings of my depression? No, no that's I w- scary. <laughs> no, no, okay, okay, real quick. One, it was funny one time I was walking through a haunted house and I remember I was older and and one of the dudes in costume kind of like broke and he leaned forward because I was I don't remember I think it was like a zombie shirt or something that Fulci mm-hmm. movie but I I had a I had a horror shirt on and he kind of like leaned forward and his mask goes hey cool shirt. <laughs> and, I was like, and, I, and I was like, thanks, bro. And just kept walking. And it was, it was right after he got done, like, scaring the shit out of some little kid that was, like, mm-hmm. running off crying. And I was just like, nice. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Okay. So one time, I, w- I will tell this story. One time, I Joe, we might have known each other at this point, but I don't know. It was back at USI. One time, you I You and I did somebody- not meet until after, we, after you graduated How? and I was done with school. How did that... We lived in a the, we lived next door to each other in two different dorms, but we were like right next door to each other. I don't know how That's we never so crossed crazy. paths. Yeah, but um, there was there was a year that where there were a lot of break-ins on campus. Uh, I remember you that. You remember that? Um, and I I had some friends that were trying to play a joke on me, and I thought somebody was breaking into the apartment, so I took the bat that was in our bedroom and I hit the window a little bit, said "Hey," and then I hit it through, or like I pushed it through the window and broke the window because I was so scared. Um. So that's how I respond to fear. And then sometimes I go to, uh, like, here in the apartment, I come to unlock the door, and Jake is there, and he opens the door really fast and scares me, and I just throw my keys. <laughs> Not at him, but no. I just, like... She just, like, ah. it's like, yeah, she just throws them aside and, like, freezes, and then I shut the door and lock it, and she has to knock. It, uh-huh. it, it's yeah. it's a joke. This sounds really... It sounds like I'm no, mean no, to no, you. It's, it's just a it's joke. It's funny. It's funny. Um, But, yeah, so um, I, I would be fearful for the people working at the haunted house because I might end oh, up yeah. punching them in the gut or something. Thing like I don't know, you can take me through with a straight jacket on, and maybe that would be better. <laughs> okay, so well, we're leaving the pepper spray. Well, now, home. now you, yeah. now you really messed up because you put that option into yeah, the ether. But uh, none of us has one, so. And um, I will say one person who did not like this movie at all, though. Who? Um, Lois Duncan. She wrote the original novel. I know what you did last summer. I believe it was oh, in the seventies. I didn't. Know. I, oh. I, I, you know, as many times as I've seen this movie, I never paid attention to the credit on screen based on the novel. But yeah. Okay. The, the the first time I found out that it was uh, based on a book is whenever I was in elementary school. I'd seen the movie a handful of times already, and I was probably in third grade at this point. And at my school library, we had a copy of the book, and I noticed it because it had the movie um, poster as the cover. And, um, of course, like, I was not a very good reader back then. So, like, I read it from the library once, read, like, the first ten pages and got bored really quick and just didn't finish it. And then, you know, through sometime in college, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look up that book again. And I, like, read, like, you know, uh, some synopsis on it and some background on it. And, like, it's a similar story. It's not the same story. Yeah. Basically, it's the same It's the same setup with the same four characters, only they run over a little boy ah. on his bike. And the the person who's the killer towards the end is the older brother, who was oh. faking to be someone else and blah blah blah. But like she, whenever this movie came out, like she hated it because it's like it bastardized like what she had wrote and all oh. that stuff, which I found ironic that you know, obviously her novel had to brand the uh, the poster of the movie on the covers for a short time. That's so. hilarious. Well, I, it's <laughs> that is yeah. I had no idea. That is hilarious. I mm-hmm. um I always kind of felt like though this almost feels like just like a story out of the, the, it could have been discounted from like urban legend or something. So like well, the, yeah, it, like the, the hook hand and everything and the story yeah, that they yeah. tell on the campfire. So it's like, it's, it's, 
okay, cool, based on the novel, but it's also based, it feels like it's based on just like general folklore to a degree. Yeah, it's it's and I mean a little bit of both, a little bit of both because I think Kevin Williamson has kind of took the novel and then the the Hookman urban legend, which you know Ryan and Freddie Prince Jr. talks about on the yeah. beach scene. Yeah, exactly. Which I just I'm not I'm sorry that just seems like a really weird setup, like. Sarah Michelle Gellar just wins Miss Kroger pageant. They're like, let's go down to Dawson's Beach and fool around. They build this fire down there, and all of a sudden, Freddie Prince Jr. is like, hey, I got an urban legend to tell y'all. Well, <laughs> isn't that what you do when you're sitting yeah. around a fire? Scary stories around the campfire. Yeah, I know, but it's just so random. I was like, okay, yeah, they went all the way like, down here to hear Freddie French Jr. talk about the Hookman urban legend. Yeah, it, it did. Fe- I can see where it feels forced. <laughs> it does, yes. But that's yes. part of, like, almost the charm of the movie is this, like, they, okay, we're going to tell you it's going to be scary. It's like, like by this part, and, and over here going, the director's over here going, "Ah, we gotta, we gotta shoehorn in this story of the urban legend. Ah, put it in that scene." <laughs> One of the producers was like, "Guys, I just heard this really great story. We need to <laughs> incorporate it into the movie." <laughs> Which I mean, and, and the uh, the Hookman story is, I mean, it's been used I, so many times. Yeah. Like, because there was like there was a movie I think in '97 as well called Campfire Tales, oh. and it had a few. I remember that. Yeah, it had like Amy Smart and a few other. Well-known people. Ah, uh, yes, that's why I remember it. Yeah, and actually, Amy Smart's in the like, opening scene of the, um, and it starts off with the Hookman uh, story ah. as an opener for the movie, because it's a movie all about urban legend ghost stories mm-hmm. and whatnot. And then also, I mean, they touched on it in Supernatural in the first season. Yeah. There was a there was the whole Hookman ghost and everything. So I mean, it's been, and and correct me if I'm wrong, Jake. Did they ever mention this story in Urban Legend the movie? You know, like it was weird because I remember uh, yelling because we were like on opposite ends of the bro chairs uh-huh. like oh, when we watched it. I remember yelling over to you thinking like, oh, you know what I always forget about when we're talking about Scream and uh, I know what she did last summer and all the movies from back then. I always forget about Urban Legend. Yeah. And I love that one. I, I So it's been a really like I haven't seen that movie in like a really, really long time, probably mm-hmm. longer than this, which I was like, I hadn't seen this in God, like a decade, decade, yeah. probably 15 years or something. I don't know. But um, the. uh. I I just remember the the opening you know the turn around the, the opening scene uh-huh. or whatever like I, but the which I had to tell her about I'm like I'm gonna ruin that because you're gonna see that one day like but that was just that was that wasn't the the hook hand on the side of the door like thing that was the someone's in the back seat so I don't yeah. but but I don't think I don't think that movie touched on this but I mean I think, I'm sure someone's listening like that knows that movie not bullshit it was in this scene I like it tell, might, tell it, us in the comments or you know <laughs> message do. me and Jake on Facebook let please us know do. If yeah, we're just wrong. Drag us because I have like, not I personally have not watched Urban Legend in probably almost 10 years Yeah I don't I don't remember but I do not remember that one being brought up ever I don't remember it in that one but like also uh, I don't I don't, wonder, quote, don't quote me on the sequels yeah, I, so like and, I don't and know and if I it comes wonder, out I kind of like between between this movie the sequel I still know what you did last summer which don't even get me started on that the movie, I, oh, that's no. a movie I truly do hate. Oh, no, no, that, but, yeah. Here's the thing. That one, that one is like, is it hot? Garbage? It's just not fun, and you don't it's have, you don't have the cast. It's like at least this one, you're like, oh, even when it's bad, it's fun. Like even even Brandy couldn't save that movie, and neither Aww. could Jack Black. <laughs> no, I, it's Jack Black was in it though. He, are oh, you no. fucking? I forgot that. He, he's he's the he works at the. Uh, they get like this. They win like a free trip to. Um, somewhere in the tropics or whatever yeah, and yeah, Jack yeah. Black works at the resort and he's like this huge stoner and he gets killed while smoking weed and oh. okay no here's the thing I remember like ha- actively hating that movie but now <laughs> I kind of want to rewatch it just I, because I, of that I, I, I did too, too not too, I, I rewatched it about a year ago and I was like oh yeah I'm okay if I never watch this again <laughs> and then there was a, a third sequel called I will always know what you did last summer yeah that it was, that direct was direct to video. video at least the oh, first no. two hit and theaters and that was 2006 and Ugh. roughly and 
I just refused to destroy. I saw like still photos from, it and I was like, I'm not watching it. No. It, it's like it's like watching the third yeah, never-ending story. I always know what you did last summer, yeah. Yeah, yeah honestly, it was 2006, so this is uh, 97. Wow, I still know what you did last summer. came out the next year, 98. Yeah, yeah. Freddie Prince Jr.'s... I don't remember him being in that one. Hang on, I'm looking he's, at IMDb he's now. He's in which one? The second one? Yeah. He's rare. He, he's in at the very beginning, and he gets sprinkled it's, into the very end. Oh, hmm, maybe he was busy. Mackay Pfeiffer, what you doing up in here? <laughs> Jennifer Esposito, John Hawks, it's, John Hawks dude, is in this. Oh it my is god! An all, it's an almost all-star cast because Jennifer Esposito, I'm Mark in love Boone with. Jr. Man, everybody's in. Jeffrey Combs. Okay, yeah, Jeffrey Combs. Hang he plays on. the. Uh, he runs the hotel. <laughs> I okay. I kind. I do. Okay. I. I. I'm gonna hate it, but I kind of do want to revisit this now. But you know, here's, here's the, the thing. He, here, here, it can't here, be worse than the Urban Legend sequels. This is true. This is true. Because, but, but I will oh. say the positive about this movie of of what I know. I still know what you did last summer. You see Jeffrey Combs, and then you want to watch a better Jeffrey Combs movie after it's over. So you want to watch Reanimator. You want to watch um, what was that movie? Michael J. Fox. Um, Frighteners. Frighteners. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you, and you know what? As far as recent ones, one that I always really enjoyed still is Would You Rather. Yes. He's great oh my in that. God, he did was genius that? in that movie. We did. We, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Remember there was, was a dinner party. Yeah, we had like okay, a, we had yeah, like yeah. a uh, every 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 October. At our household, we have uh, it's uh, Jake's Halloween Horror Month, or which leads up to whichever hollow whichever weekend is closest to Halloween. I do a Halloween Horror Dorkathon, and it's how many movies can we program the entire weekend? You know, I've, I think I've gotten like twenty five to thirty bliss out if it's like a three day weekend. Uh, but we we I had mean, um, I, I slid in a couple random nights. Yeah, you did be, well, because, because it's the whole month of October from October first yeah. to the thirty first. Like we have a. Uh, a a horror. The rule is time. have to watch a hor- at least one horror movie a day. Mm-hmm. Double features, triple features, whatever is allowed, like or in the weekend if you want to do binges. But it's like have to watch one a day minimum, and then at the end of the month I see how many I watch. It's just fun. But um, it is fun. but we did uh, to kick off the Halloween Horror Dorkathon weekend. Um, uh, we started off by having a bunch of people over, and like I brought like food. Is that when we did like the weirdo chili, the the the, oh, the crazy yeah. chili? Yeah, and we, we, yeah. So like we brought everybody bring the weirdest ingredients you can to put in chili that we made, and we just had fun, and we watched. Uh, Sorry, I kicked the microphone. Good job, Em. Yeah. Uh, we we uh, but we watched that, and we started off watching. Um, uh, would you rather? But we played a few rounds of uh-huh. Would You Rather, just oh, like casually, kind of like yeah, yeah, and and then watched the movie. It was fun. Was Alice there? Yes. Alice, were you? You were there. Our, oh, f- hi, our Alice. good friend Alice Shin was Alice there. Shin. Who? Her oh. and Doug have a wonderful podcast that we should start plugging our friends. Yeah, called Going Terribly. What? We should start plugging our friends. They've actually mentioned me yes. in a few episodes, so yes, I feel like I'm getting like I feel like what? I'm like I'm like just like being thrown around these podcasts. Oh yeah, no, we. Um, you're you're everyone's whore. We're just borrowing you for the day. I'm okay with it. I'm cheap. We don't have money, so we just have our friendship. <laughs> pay you in other ways. Sexual okay. favors, no big deal. No. <laughs> anyway, but, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, but no, speak, no, so yeah, yeah, Alice of, uh, from uh, from yeah. one half of Going Terribly. Follow them. Yeah. And, and, anyway, yes, she anyway, was here. yes. Um, actually, it's funny that you bring up the you know your Halloween dorkathon, your horror movie marathon goes on because this movie, um, I know what you did last summer, actually headlined the Thirteen Nights of Halloween for quite a few years on what is used to be ABC Family now called Freeform. Oh my God. Yeah, it is was, that what it is? I thought that was Facebook because no, 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 no it's, like it's, it's called Freeform. It used to be called ABC Family. And it was Emily. Are you signaling me? I don't know. I just have to pee. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're back, Joe. You were saying before, oh, but yes. before Emily had to so rudely interrupt you. Oh, it's okay. No, I remember like in like the later part of middle school, early part of high school. This movie was shown like as the headlining movie of the Thirteen Nights of Halloween <laughs> multiple times, which I was like, I'm like, 
it's all I'm like, okay, it's cool to use it like one year, but usually yeah. multiple years in a row. And plus I'm like, it's not like a Halloween kind of movie. You know it's, what I mean? Like yeah. it's not it like for it's a summer movie for me because I mean yeah. it's, ba- it's set on Fourth of July, but that's just me. But uh, it's just just really interesting. And one thing I wish I could have done a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, there's a guy out in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. He built a replica of the Michael Myers house in Ooh. North Carolina. No shit. Yeah, no shit. It's uh, it's called Myers House NC on Instagram. You can, <gasps> Is it you also can... an Airbnb? I do not believe so. No. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I wish, but. Side note, I do plan on staying at the uh, the Buffalo Bill house from... <laughs> no, no. Oh, you're a big fat person, ain't you? <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. I'm going to be playing Goodbye Horses <laughs> the Good entire time. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that, I, that needs to just be played on a loop at my funeral. Like, just, I'll, I'll make like, it happen. Yeah, just repeat. Yeah, yeah. I'll make it happen. Cool. But I'm also supposed to perform Dust in the Wind on my ukulele, so. I'm, oh, well, yeah. we, can, we can fit it in. It'll yeah. be like the Okay, the well, well, one's got to be during the during the showing, and then another one has to happen as I'm being lowered in the I'm not going to. I think it'd be wire being lowered. <laughs> I'm going to create a mashup of them both, so we can but no, like, it, kill uh, two birds with one Jake. But, but you know, like, yeah, o- on, uh, open casket, naked, doing the tuck and everything. I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Oh. Um, yeah, Myers House, the Myers House, North Carolina. I'd fuck me. This, <laughs> I'd fuck me so hard. The guy, uh, I follow him on here. Uh, his name is Kenny Caperton. I really hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I could be wrong. Uh, could be Caperton. I don't know. I've never met him personally, but I love, I love, I love the content he shows on here because one thing that he does, he has this program called Cinema On Set, Ooh. where they will rent out a location or get permission to sh- go to a location that mm-hmm. was used for a horror film. And they will do an outdoor screening of the movie there. They'll have costume contests, sometimes meet and greets. Um, that sounds awesome. Yeah, they've done like the college where they f- film Scream Two. Yeah. Uh, the lake where they filmed Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Um, even even the the tiny town up in Vermont where they filmed Beetlejuice, they did that one too. <gasps> that would and be really the one I wish that I, sounds awesome. The one I wish could have been part of. It was whenever they um, they showed I know what you did last summer outside of what was Shivers Department Store. Oh, the, the the part of the the huge uh, chase scene. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, and uh, Muse Watson, who played the fisherman, was actually there doing autographs. How that's cool. awesome. Yeah, that, that that's cool. That's such a neat experience. But like, if I ever signed up to go do that, I would have this feeling like this is the time that they're actually gonna kill everyone that's here. Like this is the movie that that's they're the just joke. Kill They've us been all. planning this since 1997. That, that uh, <laughs> eventually this will get cult status, and and then then the murders can actually happen, and art becomes life. And life becomes art. Life imitating art, imitating life. <laughs> Imitating farts. It's the most meta ki- <laughs> farts, really. <laughs> farts. That's gonna be just. That's gonna make it in every episode now. I, I every so. episode from here on out. Oh, Bo. Uh, Bo. Bo is all of our boyfriends. This is true. It's fine. Um, Joe, Joe's shaking his head. His it's, only boyfriend is Jake. I got a couple, but Jake's one of them. Yes. Love you, buddy. I uh, love you too. So uh, okay. So 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 M. Um, any any other thoughts and and uh, just any you have any other thoughts in that head of yours? Um, pretty here, head. Here's what I think that um, instead of doing what uh, they did with the sequels, I still know what you did last summer, and I'll always know what you did last summer. They should have 
said, I know what you did two summers ago. I know what you did three summers <laughs> no, ago. No, that's the thing. Something keeps happening every year, so it's always one year removed. I, I want to see. I don't give a fuck what you did last summer. Like, well, where, when is that coming out? Um, I, I think it's just the general feel of the room. But I, it was oh. fun. I, I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again next year at your house, Joe. Awesome. Yeah. Because I plan on, I just do it. I watch it every year. If people want to come out, they can. They don't, they don't have to. It's Yay. whatever. But No, I, I, I'm i really glad that, that we got to hang out and watch too. that with you. We made everybody late watching it, too. It's okay. We were making s'mores before you got there. So. <gasps> oh, because we, yeah, we didn't Jake even get missed. in on the s'mores. Right. But I, I, I was, I was like, M hasn't seen this. And I was like, she needs to see the whole thing. And I had, I had a buffet yeah. of s'mores, a smorgasbord, if you will. Ooh. But yeah, I thought it was fun. I'm so glad I watched it. And I, it, it was fun to kind of sit back and listen to you guys talk about it too. Mm. Not that no, I'm like, I don't know. It, it's just nice to hear people who know so much about a movie give their knowledge. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I had a, I had well, a great time. I, 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 I think and, that when you see other people enjoying, I, sorry, Joe, I didn't mean to go. No, right, like right. when you see other people like enjoying something, it's like, it is infectious. It's like, I will watch a movie uh, specifically with comedies. I noticed this, but also yeah, with horror movies too. Like when you're watching something by yourself and you know, you may have the reaction to it, like, Oh, okay, whatever. But it's not the same as when you're watching it in a room full of people and everyone's laughing and that becomes infectious or like everybody jumps at the same time. So it's like this, this is sort of like a, I think good for group watching. Like this and, isn't one you and, sit down and watch by and yourself in and my it, opinion. And it's, it's like popcorn you, movie. Yeah. And, and it's like you said, it's kind of like for us, like watching the Rocky horror because, uh, the entire time me, you and Skylar were just like yelling out every quote for it even happened. Yeah, no. It, Call the cops in your college quarterback ass. Which, which, yeah, I, I don't think I ever want to watch this movie anyway, other than that from now on. Perfect. Agreed. Um, hey. So yeah, th- this is kind of a shorter episode, but it was just short, sweet, and fun. Uh, we, but you know, just we like had a good you, time. Everybody, Joe, Listen. thanks for thanks for coming Joe. and being a guest. Thank you for having me. Joe is one of the best humans ever, and you should be his debatable. friend. No, it, it's not debatable. Hundred percent. He is one of our favorite peoples in the land. So thank you so much for coming and hanging out with love us. Love you guys so much. We thank you for having you. me. Love you. Thanks, Joe. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Well, thanks for listening to us rant about movie stuffs. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe and all that fun stuff. And find us on social media at Feels Like the First Time Podcast. And, you know, tell your friends and family about how awesome you think we are. And if you do like what you hear, feel free to buy us a drink. You can find tips slash donate options in the links as well. And as always, I'm Emily. And I'm Jake. And, and we'll, we'll catch you all on the next episode. Where we continue to catch Emily up one movie at a time. Give me a break. I literally just crossed another one off the list. You know... You haven't seen every movie either. I never said I did. Okay, that's not the point. The point is... Bye!